0: that's chumbacasino.com.
1: No purchase necessary. DDW, void We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions
0: 18 plus.
2: I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. Anyone can just start screaming about microchips and Jewish space lasers, but it's our mission to remove the bull and get down to what's real. Listen to
3: Listen to our
4: way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
5: I'm Julian Edelman from Games with Names, and we're on a search to find the greatest games of all time with the players and coaches who lived in them. Ever wonder what a locker room feels like at a halftime of a Super Bowl, or what about the the after parties? We're going to dive deep into the most iconic games with the most iconic people. New episodes dropping weekly. Listen to games with names on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
6: Hello and welcome. It's our number one, hour one of our radio program. and We start out with the divisional round of the playoffs in the Bay Area, the 49ers. And the Cowboys, a classic NFL playoff matchup, and it goes to the Niners in a defensive struggle. What do you make, if you're the Cowboys, uh, with their situation? What do they do with Dak Prescott as uh, he continues to stink in big games? And will Mike McCarthy's latest playoff meltdown force the Cowboys to have a change of heart and pivot to someone like, say, Sean Payton on the sidelines? Thumbs up or thumbs down? Have the Cowboys now lost their status as America's team with seven consecutive losses in the divisional round of the playoffs? We'll talk about that and more right now in our number one. Here it is. You didn't really think the Cowboys were going to go to the NFC Championship game, did you? Come on, Well. Welcome in the beginning of a brand new week of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere as audio buddies. As we know, simplicity is the key to success. Coast to coast, border to border and beyond on the vast and super eminently powerful microphones of FSR emanating live. From a position, the pole position, we are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there in unmatched selection, fast-free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. So our lead to begin the festivities on a NFL-heavy, kind of an overnight We start out in the Bay Area, Northern California, with the wind howling and the ticket to be punched for the NFC title game, a classical NFL playoff reunion, hyped up, highest rated game of the weekend. It will be Dak Prescott and the Cowboys. Oh, they're back. They beat the Buccaneers. The Cowboys. Oh, man. They beat the Buccaneers last week. And now engaging in hostilities against the 49ers. A date in Philly for the NFC Championship game on the line. Did you watch? Were you checking it out? No? You missed it? No? No. Well, Christian McCaffrey did not have a huge statistical day, but he did score the go-ahead two-yard touchdown run in the fourth quarter. And the Niners defense taking care of business. Living up to their lofty statistics during the regular season, as they send the, the Niners' defense sending them on to the second consecutive NFC title game—a 1912 battle royale—as the Cowboys. Na 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 na. Hey, goodbye. They're done. <laughs> The 49ers had back-to-back, long, methodical drives there in the second half that resulted in points, and that sucks the mojo out of the Cowboys. And the Niners now won 12 consecutive games. Not that that matters going into next week, but San Francisco does advance. They play the Eagles' NFC title game for all the marbles in the NFC, a date in Arizona, so we know the hypothetical Super Bowl matchup. There are four teams left, the final four of the NFL. And the better story, though, is in the losing locker room. We have all week to talk about Philadelphia and San Francisco. But right now, we must salute the Dallas Cowboys, who continue to be the definition of ineptitude in big moments. Yet again, the Cowboys losing their record seventh straight divisional round playoff game. They failed to make the NFC title game yet again, and they have not been in the NFC title game since the last time they won the Super Bowl, their fifth Super Bowl title. That was following the 1995 season. And this is getting cub here. This is getting uh, similar to uh, the Red Sox back in the Curse of the Ben Bambino ben days, or Bambino. Alright, so let us discuss the uh, the question here on this one. Very simple. What do the Dallas Cowboys do with their quarterback, Dak Prescott? Why don't we start there? As Dak had a reversal of fortune in this game. So my thoughts here, you've got Page Down, Metallica, and Twilight Zone. And we will combine all of these random things together, and that will be how we put together this Mallard monologue. So, hey, Dak Prescott. He's not the answer. We knew he wasn't the answer prior to this game, but if we had any doubt in the back of our mind that Dak Prescott's not that guy. He's not that guy. Uh, This was a very harsh reminder, and we have been screaming from behind the bully pulpit into the powerful Fox Sports Radio microphones for many years. And people dismissed us. Ah, oh, what do you know? You just do the overnight show. Well, Jerry Jones gave Dak Prescott the big money, big money, big money, big money. No whammy, no whammy. Ah, got a whammy. Jerry got a whammy. Dak Prescott's the whammy. You paid him bad job by you. <laughs> and Jerry's still learning the hard way. Uh, everything has to be perfect around Dak Prescott. If one thing is wrong, wrong. Wrong. Uh, the roof starts cracking. Dak Prescott had a perfect game against the Buccaneers on wildcard weekend. And many of my brethren in the media were convinced this is the turning point for the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, they went on and on and on. Oh, slobber, 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 slobber. All over the Cowboys. All week long. But if you actually look at that wild card game, the low information fan believed that that was a defining point. Crossing the Rubicon for the Cowboys. And spoiler alert, it was not. It was not. Is it true that Dak Prescott feasted on a sub-500 washed-up Tampa Bay football team? The rotting carcass of the Buccaneers that should not have been in the playoffs? Hmm. Is it also true that the Buccaneers' defense was near the very bottom of of the NFL over the last month heading into that game? As we nod our head, yes. And surely playing the 49er defense was a much more legitimate placement test for Dak Prescott. And don't call me Shirley. But San Francisco bringing the highest quality defense. And so how did Dakota do? This was barf bag worthy is what it was. It was barf bag worthy And if you look at how he did, you go page down, page down, Dak finishing in the bottom percentile, back of the class. And he's one of these guys, he looks like a Cadillac, plays like a broken-down jalopy, Dak Prescott. And Dak, sucking at a time he cannot suck, off target to his receivers. The, The final numbers were actually misleading, and they weren't good anyway. Averaged 5.6 yards per attempt, touchdown, a couple of interceptions. Should have had, could have had, would have had more. The Niner defense actually helping out Dak Prescott by not catching a couple of interceptions that would have added on. Could have easily had four interceptions this game. A passer rating of 63.6. Now the reason those numbers are an optical illusion is because there was one broken play against the 49ers defense, CeeDee Lamb. Went for 46 yards. And if you take that one away, the rest of the game, other than that broken play by the Niner defense when C.D. Lamb ran for 46, Dak, on his other 36 throws, averaged 4.4 4 yards per pass. Let me repeat that for those of you that are a little slow in the back of the room there. 4.4 4 yards on his other 36 pass attempts for a Dakota Prescott. You can get a guy out of the CFL, the Canadian Football League, that will put those kind of numbers up. Prescott has a $50 million salary cap hit next year. And we know the shenanigans in the playoffs never led the Cowboys to the NFC Championship game. And keep in mind that Geno Smith, who stinks, and a mishmash of Seattle players, did a better job against the 49ers last week on Wild Card Weekend than the big, bad Dallas Cowboys. Think about that. Geno Smith, career reject, played better than Dak Prescott did against the 49er defense. But, oh, there's no problem here. No, no, no. No, no, no. Now, a lot of this is an indictment of the coaching staff. And speaking of that, page two, will Mike McCarthy and the latest meltdown by Dallas force the Cowboys to pivot and go to Sean Payton. Now, while this loss certainly does not guarantee that change is coming to Dallas, this does set the pendulum of swinging in that direction. Now, you and I both know, while Jerry Jones was drowning his sorrow, and he said after the game, he's like, oh, no, I really, he said this does not change anything. I'm paraphrasing. But Jerry essentially said, oh, no, this loss doesn't change his thoughts on Mike McCarthy but you know on that flight back to Texas Jerry's drowning his sorrows he's got the uh, Metallica's playing whiskey in the jar uh, that, that's going through the speakers on the private jumbo jet there and he's got the minibar emptied out all the scotch all the bourbon and he's just going for it and his mind is wandering and he's daydreaming and he's night thinking and Jerry's contemplating he's doing soul searching it's like what should i do what do i do i'm at a fork in the road Am I going to go right? Am I going to go left? Which direction do I go? I don't know. Now, we 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 know the vote of confidence was there, as we said, but that means little. Remember, last week, the Dallas Cowboys said after their kicker missed four extra points, no, nah, no, nah, we trust him. They brought another kicker during the week. They said they weren't going to do that. They brought another kicker. Now, they didn't put him on the roster, but he was there, and they missed an extra point in this game. So there is no guarantee. There is no guarantee. Jerry, we know he's not getting it any younger. His face is not aging, but the rest of him is. And Mike McCarthy is an outsider. He's from the Packers and the 49ers. He worked elsewhere around the NFL. And so you're like, well, this is what I call a FOMO-T situation. FOMO-T, fear of missing out situation, right? Uh, And really fear of missing out twice is what FOMO-T means because the Dallas Cowboys back in the day, all right, back in the day, they had Sean Payton who was on the, he was on the team. Right? he was part of the team. He was an assistant coach with the Dallas Cowboys back way back in another era for the Cowboys and Payton had been under the Bill Parcells staff in Dallas from 03 to 05. Came over from the Giants but was friendly with Jerry Jones and Peyton took off. He coached the Saints uh, after the 05 season. He went to the Saints in 06. Bill Parcells lasted one more season with the Cowboys. And then in 07, Wade Phillips took over. But if only the timing could been better, ifs and buts were candy and nuts, Sean Peyton would have been the coach because they would have promoted Sean Peyton. He was the associate head coach, uh, assistant head coach for the Cowboys. And so that would have been his job. Instead, they don't go that direction because of the timing And so here you are again. You're at the fork in the road. Are you going to allow Sean Payton to go coach some other team, the Broncos or the Cardinals or whoever? Are you going to allow that to happen? Or are you going to get rid of Mike McCarthy as collateral damage? Say bye-bye. See you later. Go get a cheesesteak. Get out of here. Uh, You know, Get some nachos. Have a a good time. And it's, it's going to take Stephen Jones and a gaggle of associates to convince Jerry that he needs to walk back off the ledge. Because even though, again, he's saying all the right things, you got to think this is a perfect opportunity to go another direction. All right, last word here. So thumbs up or thumbs down. Have the Cowboys now lost their status as America's team because they continue to lose in the playoffs? So, no, no, I'm going thumbs down on that. I'm going thumbs down on that. They have not. And it's just the way the reality of the situation. Dallas is still America's team. It's the twilight zone. It makes no sense. It's very similar to what the Lakers have. The Lakers have sucked for the most part since Kobe uh, was at the end of his career, but they're still very popular because we've, we're in an age now, in the social media age, where weaning doesn't really matter. It's fascinating to me. It blows my mind, but that's the case. Right? You don't necessarily have to. Win. Sure, it helps if you win, but a team like the Cowboys are the perfect example picture, if you will, a world where the Cowboys have gone an entire generation, an entire generation, the little babies have grown up and had families of their own and the Cowboys still blow. And yet, it doesn't change. It doesn't impact the popularity. We are in the social media age of sports, in this alternative reality. Jerry Jones continues to have a license to print money and laughs all the way to the bank. You see, in Jerry's world... This is a world, it's a fun house of mirrors in Jerry's world. The Cowboys somehow become more compelling by stinking. El Stinko. And the Cowboys are more compelling. Like, will they get rid of the coach? Will they get rid of the quarterback? They find new and creative ways to lose games. The final play was a 10 out of 10 when you had had Zeke Elliott lined up at center on the final play of the game. And uh, it's like, all right, boys, we're going to lose anyway. Let's go. You know what, we don't don't want to lose the way we did the the previous year where Dak ran the clock out, so instead we'll just go Pop Warner All-Stars, all right, on three, Pop Warner (laughs) All-Stars. And that's exactly what the Cowboys did, but it's just craziness, right? They allow Mr. Irrelevant to play under center, and Brock Purdy, the 49ers, reached the title game. You've got your $50 million man, Dak Prescott, who's quoting his favorite sports cliches after the game. Dallas is America's team, not because they're good, because they matter more than any other team in terms of the number one industry that football produces television ratings. They are a juggernaut. The NFL is a television show, and they are the most popular show among all the different programs the NFL offers. Nobody draws a bigger market share than the Cowboys. It is a combo of people watching to see them win, and many others watching to see them lose. Either way, you're watching. We can all enjoy some Freuda. It is alive and well for the 28th consecutive year. The Cowboys haters have celebrated yet another title somewhere. We need a guy to call like the Boston hater who calls up every time a Boston team loses. We need a Cowboy hater to call it like that. But Aikman, Irvin, and Emmett are old dudes now, and they are the last – Of the great Cowboys. All right, it is the Ben Maller Show. Let's hear from some of the participants in this. We'll start with Mr. Cliché, Dak Prescott. Very robotic in his commentary with the media. He's said nothing interesting his entire career. Also done nothing interesting on the field his entire career. Uh, But here is Dak Prescott, and he's uh, talking about the D word. All I can think
4: about is right now in this game and how disappointed it is, how disappointed I am in my play. How disappointed I am for the guys in the locker room who played their who played their asses off, and um, we weren't able to get it done.
6: Yeah, Very disappointed. Very disappointed. All right, here's more from Dak Prescott, and he explains why he stunk.
4: I'm disappointed in the way that I played. Oh. Uh, those guys in that locker room gave it all, both sides of the ball. Sure, yeah. Put me in a position to to go win the game, and uh, yeah. I wasn't able to do that. Yeah.
6: Well, he's got the money, so. All right, how about Mike McCarthy? McCarthy made some headlines more and this coming up with something that happened post game but here's Mike McCarthy and the uh, injury Tony Pollard went down and uh, he gone uh, he's out and here is Mike McCarthy on his star running back who was not available for the big chunk of this game
4: losing Tony was, was obviously a you know a shot Tony is probably clearly one of our most if thought the, the most productive
6: player yeah so there you go it's on our fault if we only had Pollard we would have won the game we I was right there no if only Pollard had been there, we'd win the game. That's it. Not my fault. Pollard, that's it. There you go. What a final play for Zeke Elliott, though, as a Cowboy. There's no way he's back, right? You got to think he's gone. And his final play, he's playing center for the, for the Cowboys. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Oh, it's so stupid. All right, it is the Ben Maller Show. If you would like to opine on any of this, 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. You can join the fun. Also, the shove heard round the NFL. We'll get to that. And we will do it next. Be sure to catch live
7: editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
0: Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha,
1: in my dentist's office.
0: Join the curious world of the Ben Maller Show online. It's pain-free and easy to do. Simply follow your host on Twitter. He's at Ben Maller, And you can tweet at and follow me, Eddie Garcia, your humble sidekick, the voice of reason, your announcer guy. I'm at Eddie on Fox. I'm all all ready to go whenever you want to do it. And now live from the Tyrac.com Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. The shove heard around the NFL world. We'll get to that
6: coming up. In a moment. And also your phone calls. But Malheur Militia reacting on the Twitter machine, the app. Says, uh, G Mange uh, from Chicago. He says, great opening monologue to start the show. Much appreciated. Allow me to suck your toes as the cow turds fall to the Niners. I ask you one thing, and my life is complete. I know you have Cowboy Dan's phone number. Call him and ask him, how about them cowboys? Yell it out. Well I'm looking at my board here and no 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 no, no 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 I got a full board. I do not see Cowboy Dan. Not on ah. no not on line one, line two, line three, line four, line no, nah, nah, Every line's full, line five, not nah, six, no. Nah. No cowboy Dan. But you know if the Cowboys had won that game, hi Ben! It's Cowboy Dan! <laughs> <laughs> ah, wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Double O Mexican from San Diego writes and says 9.5 on the Mallard Monologue. How about them mediocre cowboys? Looks like we won't be hearing from Cowboy Dan, John, Billy Bob tonight, which is always good for the show. Where are all the people that say Dak is elite? Dak is the NFC version of Derek Carr. Shots fired. All right, uh, let's see here. The Burner account writes in. He says, Benjamin, even though I'm on the show's payroll, I tuned in for this monologue alone to drown myself in the schadenfreude and pain of the cowgirl fans. $45 my ass, Dak, is the NFL's Russell Westbrook. All of those empty stats and making all of that money, but both are still average. Just Josh writes and says, am I disappointed? The Cowboys lost. Yes. Did it ruin my weekend? Hardly. Because I'm a realistic fan, Just Josh says, as he's eating his chili in Cincinnati. And and just like the farmer's insurance dude, I know a thing or two because I've seen an interception or two from Dak on every freaking Sunday. So I was thinking about this for guys like Just Josh driving in. I was thinking, like, in Cincinnati – are you guys about to experience what many of our friends in Boston went through when the Patriots started winning and consistently winning, and there were a bunch of dudes that were Giants and Jets fans because they grew up in the Patriots' blue, and so they became Giants and Jets fans. And for, like, the first 10 years of the Patriots' success, there were guys like, well, they're not really Patriot fans. They were Giants and Jets fans. You got a lot of guys in Cincinnati that are like, the Cincinnati Bengals are terrible. They're a joke. And so they become Cowboy fans or whoever – And now the Bengals—they're good. The Cincinnati Bengals are good. Burrow, yeah, Joe Burrow in the snow—that's Buffalo weather. How could the Bills lose a home game in the snow? Holy crap! They're not allowed to do that, but they did. Anyway, Uh, who else we have? Page down, page down. Chip in the queue says the only Cowboy you can expect to call today is is the boring one from Windsor. Well, maybe not. I got a message. (laughs) No, no, I got a message from Cowboy John Brad, the longest tenured caller at Fox Sports Radio, who said that his final call, he will retire from the show, will take place sometime next month. That Cowboy John Brad is giving up his spot on the show. He's calling it a career. I didn't know that was possible. We'll find out if that is the case. Cowboy reaching a milestone, Cowboy John Brad from Windsor, Ontario. I believe he's reaching, I think the number is like 65 years calling radio or something like that, but I think that's going to be it. I think that he's done. That's what he said. Uh, Jason in Denver writes this. is 9 out of 10 on the Mallard monologue, Ben, the Cowboys lining up in an Oregon Duck-like look, uh, solidifies their status as playoff losers. We might need a wellness check on Cowboy Dan. It's Jason in Denver. But Cowboy Dan really has resonated with people. For a guy that only calls up after Cowboy victories – He's so annoying. He's so – he gets under your skin, this Cowboy Dan, as a caller. You're like, I hate that guy. What a loser. And now you're all happy for him uh, because he's not calling in. Yafimi from Chicago says, hey, Maller, A-plus, and a large deep-dish pizza on the monologue. When the Cowboys punted just before the two-minute warning, that was akin to waving the white surrender flag. The defense was already gassed. McCarthy should be fired for giving up rather than going for it like a man. Uh, So he said. All right, who else do we have? Uh, Robin Vegas says, Benjamin, it sure looks uh, like uh, we are in for a couple of fantastic uh, conference championship games. My popcorn is ready. By the way, Josh Allen and Dak Prescott are basically the same quarterback. Neither can get it done in the playoffs, and both are turnover machines. Well, remember, though, Tony Romo last week said that Josh Allen is Mr. January.
7: He said it. That's what he said. I didn't say it. He said it. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific.
0: This is Steve Covino.
6: And Rich Davis. And together we are Covino and Rich.
0: Covino and Rich. Thanks, buddy.
6: Uh, that's right. Covino and Rich, Fox Sports Radio's newest hit show. Heard weekdays from 5 to 7 Eastern, 2 to 4 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
0: That's ChumbaCasino.com.
1: No purchase necessary. BDW for void. prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
4: Good song. The Johnny Carson theme, right? Hey, who wrote
3: that? Skip, who do you think? It's your buddy. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka.
4: And I'm Skip Bronson.
3: And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies?
4: You get our way
6: It is the Ben Maller Show, so Mike McCarthy has some explaining to do. Yes, the rotund Cowboy coach was not in a good mood, not in a good mood, walking off the field as the Dallas Cowboys had yet again proven they are choking frauds in a playoff game, losing 19-12 in the divisional round of the 49ers, and as McCarthy was wandering away there, uh, well, let's just say he decided that the camera was a bit too close, a bit too close. And uh, what did Mike McCarthy do? He did the old shove a root. Shove a He was not in a good mood. And uh, he uh, there's a, there's a clear photo, it's an Associated Press photo that shows. Uh, the cowboy coach putting his hand on the camera, the thousand plus dollar camera, and pushing the camera person away as he walks past. Do not put that camera in my face. Now, this shows you what a bad bad guy McCarthy is right and all these guys that can't handle losing when last week Mike McCarthy's doing a break dance in the locker room right he's doing that he's doing the whole thing he's doing the doing the uh, the, the you know what the gritty like a combination break dance gritty and he, he's all yeah it's great uh, now they lose all of a sudden Hand right in, the, right in the camera right in the camera that's a find him find his ass find him Fight him! Listen, I'd rather see the cameras out there than Mike McCarthy coaching. That's what I would rather see. Let's go to the phones. And uh, who do we have here? Eeny, meeny, miny, moe. Let's say hello to Nick, who is in uh, Berkeley. What's going on, Nick? Welcome. You are on Fox Sports Radio.
5: Just basking in the glow, Ben. Basking in the glow of another Niner victory. The Cowboys, they are who we thought they are, Ben. We knew Dak was going to choke. I'm in the stands yelling, oh, he's going to throw at least two picks. Dallas fans were all hyped. They left all bitter with like three minutes left. I'm like, it's not over. Where are y'all going? And for the Cowboys to sit up there and punt on a fourth down, down by whatever they were down, I'm like, dude, you're just quitting like that? That's terrible. And, you know, Mike McCarthy, he, he went from hero to zero that quick. You know what I'm saying? Dak went from, from the golden arm to no arm. And the Niners deep prevailed. We just outmuscled them in the second half. Teams just disappear, man. I don't know where they go at halftime. They, they come out, they play they play a half, and then the second half, they just disappear against my Niners. We're just, we just swab them up like quicksand, baby. And I'm telling you, the Eagles, get ready, Philly. We're coming. We're, we're, the Niners Empire will be taking over Philly. We'll be eating all your cheesesteaks and driving all your old rusty hoopsies raw through Philly. South Philly, North Philly, we don't even care, man. It's on and cracking.
6: All right. We, we, would you like, we might have to do a challenge line between a 49er fan and Fats in Philly or one of our other guys in Philly to decide the NFC title game. How many Cowboy fans were there, Nick? You, were, you say you were at the game. How many Cowboy was, fans were there?
5: Well, not as many fans, Brady fanboys that were there against the Tampa Bay, but uh, it was a it was a nice crowd. You know, Cowboys travel well. It yeah. was all sitting around a bunch of Cowboy fans. They they took it well. These youngsters, they were there and they, they were hooting and hollering. But you know, in the end, you know they they just had they just had to break out with like a couple minutes left. And I'm like, man, the game is still tight. Didn't think it happened. Where are y'all going? Like, you know, I yeah. couldn't understand. It.
6: No, I understand. All right, well, thank you, Nick. Nick's got the pipes, man. He calls it every once in a while. Nick's got the pipes there. He's ready to go. Ready to throw it down for the Dallas Cowboys fan base in your face. I did see some videos. We'll have to get to that in a moment because there's some interesting things happening after in the parking lot uh, for the 49ers and the uh, Dallas Cowboys. Uh, 877-99 on Fox is the number. Noah is in Austin. What's going on, Noah? Welcome.
5: Ben Maller, good to talk to you again.
6: Welcome, Noah. How can we help you, Noah?
5: The first thing I want to say to you guys, the crew, and the Maller Militia is happy Cowboys Elimination Day.
6: Ah, look at that. Down go the Cowboys. Down go the
5: Cowboys. So, out of all the head coaching vacancies that are open at the moment, which one do you find most appealing?
6: Oh, so you're changing gears here. So you're, I thought you were going to talk more about the niner Cowboy game, but now you want to break down coaching uh, openings. Is that yeah, right? That's it. Just, just take a little dump on the Cowboys and then focus to the main point of my See, market. that's a non secret. I don't think any of them are good jobs. How about that? How about none of the above? Can I go with none of the above? Is that sure. it? Totally I'm, the- I'm going none of the above because do, do I want to coach the Houston Texans? No. Do I want the Arizona Cardinals and the little Napoleon, Alligator Arms Murray? No. Do I want Carolina? No. Indianapolis, you got to work with Jim Ursay? Are you kidding me? Come on. There's not one of those jobs that's that great. You're exactly right. That's right. Appreciate See, that's the know. right answer. I got the right answer. What do I win, Noah?
5: You win a golden ticket for yourself.
6: All right. I win a golden ticket. I win a golden ticket. Yeah? All right. Great
5: you, Ben.
6: All right. Thank you, Noah. So we had a fight. We had a slobber knocker in the parking lot at <laughs> Levi's Stadium. And was this a 49er fan and a Cowboy fan breaking it down? No! We had Cowboy fan on Cowboy fan violence. The video is going around there. You can find it on the social media. But after the Cowboys eliminated, and we heard Nick and Berkeley point out that the Cowboy fans were leaving early, and they were fighting amongst each other in the parking lot there, and I'm looking at the video here, although it's it's a, I got to turn my head because it's recorded, unfortunately, sideways. And it's uh, the, the clip on Twitter. It's not good here, though, what I'm looking at. Oh, man, it's shoving the back by uh, a guy wearing an 88 jersey. And the guy's wearing a cowboy. And there's security around, but it did not matter. Right? The cowboy fan, they're, they're like, hey, we want to fight with each other. It's like a minute 20 clip of the parking lot fight. People losing their minds there as their Cowboys... Go away. All right, a ceremonial burn, baby burn. We'll get to that that, and also the Who Am I game coming up here momentarily. This portion of the Ben Maller Show brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Here's the Who Am I game over the weekend. Eagle running back Boston Scott. Scored a touchdown in his ninth consecutive game against the Giants. That is tied with me for the most ever since the merger. Playoffs included. Who am I? Obviously, touchdowns against the Giants. Who am I? The answer. Next.
7: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at FoxSportsRadio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
0: If you listen for a good five minutes, you know the Ben Maller Show is not for the squeamish or the faint of heart. You're invited to join our secret society online. You'll get to mingle with other like-minded listeners on Facebook. It's just a few clicks away. Go to Facebook.com slash Ben Maller Show. And out live from the tyrack.com Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. And time now for the Who Am I Game. A
6: blatant attempt to get you to listen a little bit longer the Who Am I Game. Who? And here... It is. Let's see how you do on it. Over the weekend, the Eagles running back, Boston Scotts. He scored a touchdown in his ninth consecutive game against the Giants. That is tied for the tied with me for the most since the merger. Playoffs included. Who am I? Uh, let's go with uh Eek in Roseville, Minnesota. He says Deuce Staley is the answer. Mr. Nice Guy's going with Jock Peterson. Who else do we have? Jim Mora. Playoffs. Guessed by Pedro. Uh, page down, page down. Jim Tom Sula, a former Niner coach from Yafimi. We've got uh, one eyed Willie from Tortilla Man Tony. Woo! Ric Flair, guest by Jason in Rocky Mount, Virginia. Mike McCarthy, tossed out by Oscar. Art Monk from Jason in Denver. Adrian, the pokey, pokey, pokey guy, says, Who is he hates me? That is the answer. Mason, Listener Mason in Huntington Beach going with Boston Scott's blind cousin, Kitchen Table as the selection. Blocked up Benny. Blocked up Benny from Alf the Alien O'Piner. Wendell Tyler from Rob in Minnesota. The Cowboys riding off into the sunset. Guest by Kathy in Madison. Page down, page down. Icky Woods from Double O Mexican in San Diego. Page down, page down. Georgette Stant- uh, Stantos from Mr. Wright. We've got Ultimate Warrior from Tim. Uh, let's see here. Can't read that on the air. Uh, Josh Allen, uh, the number one fan of Josh Allen. Robbie, the Mariner fan, guessed by just Josh. Gaston Green from Ryan. Uh, that's his guest. Rip Van Winkle from John. Uh, Keith Byers, tossed out by Sean. In the Valley of the Sun, O.J. Simpson from Jonathan in Delaware. Eddie, do you have an answer, Eddie?
0: Uh, Sure. Let's go with former Washington Redskins running back Gerald Riggs. Gerald Riggs. Is it Gerald
6: Riggs for the win? No, it is a former Redskins running back, Eddie. You remember Larry Brown, Jr.? Do you remember that name, Eddie, from the 1970s Washington Redskins? No. Oh, well, he's the guy. That's the answer. Nine straight as well. Emmett Smith did it eight consecutive games back in his day for the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, so that is the answer. And there are videos, if you want to see a video of a Dak Prescott jersey, burn, baby, burn, in order to get some social media clout, I have seen at least... Two separate videos, and they are of very expensive cowboy merchandise burning up. Burn, 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 burn,
1: With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
4: Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone
0: seen the bride and groom?
2: Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we
5: lost track of time.
0: No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky.
5: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
4: Without the ones like you,
0: who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants. They all depend on you.